tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil, mom refuses to meet her son's fiance. Hannah was his best friend's girlfriend. Why does he have to take his friend's leftovers? Did you refer to her as trash and homewrecker? And immoral and disrespectful and all of those things, yes. And in three years, you've never met her. No. Can I tell you why? She thinks they're living in sin. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. She wasn't his wife. You don't get to rewrite scripture to fit what you want. What happens when these two come together? Gail is going to meet her future daughter-in-law because the devil woman is here. Let's do it. Why don't we stop all the drama, stop all the fighting, and let's go get you better. Everybody. If I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that? Ready, free. Take. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Okay, this is Hannah. She's 21 years old, an aspiring teacher, and engaged to the man of her dreams. Take a look. I've been a full-time student since I graduated high school. I have a full scholarship. I am currently working on my bachelor's degree in education and I plan on getting my master's degree. My fiance Ryan and I have been together for approximately three years and we are planning on getting married next November. I love Ryan with all of my heart. I'm a huge family person. I cannot wait to start my family with Ryan. So what's not to love about Hannah, right? Well, her future mother-in-law Gail says plenty. Take a look. Ryan's girlfriend, Hannah, who he calls his fiance, is immoral, disrespectful, and manipulative. I will never accept Hannah. Their relationship is based on sin. Hannah is the cause of all of our problems. If she would just go away, that would solve everything. So what is it that Gail is so afraid of? Now, for three years, her son Ryan has tried to get her to meet the love of his life. Three years. She has refused. She and her husband feel their son just picked the wrong girl. That's all. He's picked the wrong girl. Take a look. My mom hates Hannah with a passion. She's never even met her. I don't even think she wants to. As far as I'm concerned, Ryan's with the wrong girl. When Ryan broke up with his ex, it broke my heart. His actions were so erratic that maybe he has a chemical imbalance. I ended my relationship with my ex because I truly didn't love her. If Ryan's ex is good enough to sleep with, she should be good enough to marry. My parents definitely chose my ex over me. Ryan chose to give me an ultimatum that if I didn't accept Hannah, then he wanted nothing to do with me. My mom called me and said, come get all your stuff, it's in the garage. My mom was throwing out all my trophies, my photo albums from when I was a kid, my first haircut, I just couldn't believe it. I didn't want Ryan to have an excuse to come into my home. It's definitely been about three years since I spoke with my mom and about a year and a half since I spoke with my dad. As long as I'll have nothing to do with her, he'll have nothing to do with me. That was his choice, not mine. He just never used to be this way. When I drive down the road, he makes a point 
to ignore me. He does not acknowledge me at all. If my parents don't accept Hannah as my fiance, I think they definitely need to be out of my life. You're involved with Hannah, right? Yes, sir. Three years. Yes, sir. You like her? Love her. So you think she's a decent girl? I think she's a perfect girl. Yeah. Do you disagree? Yes, I do. And in three years, you've never met her? No. Can I tell you why? I don't know. Hannah and her ex-boyfriend were good friends with Ryan and his ex-fiance. One of the Ten Commandments says, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, or oxen, or manservant, or maidservant, or anyone else that is thy neighbor's. Isn't a friend even closer than a neighbor? Your neighbor could be, you don't always know your neighbors, but you do know your friends. And what kind of example is he setting to his daughter to say, oh, you know, so much for my friend, I want the girl. Okay, so you, you object to this on religious grounds. Yes, moral and religious grounds. Moral and religious yes. grounds. Now the commandment you're talking about is the 10th, and it says, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. So did you take your friend's wife? None of us were And it married. does say manservant and maidservant. So she didn't work for him. Was no. it his oxen or his ass? No. Okay. <laughs> so he wasn't married to her. She wasn't his wife. He dated her when she was 17. It isn't strictly wife. No, wait, Some... wait a minute. You don't, you don't get to rewrite the scripture to fit what you want at the time. No, no, wait a minute. No, no, wait a minute. No, no, don't interpret the Bible to me. If you want to match up scriptures, lady, I'm all over you here. Okay. You don't rewrite the scripture to justify reparenting your child. How old are you? 27. You're, you're, you're going to take the 10th commandment, rewrite it to say friend's 17-year-old girlfriend, and, and say that he can't date somebody because she... Are you the first person he ever dated? Probably not, but I didn't... Is he the first person you ever dated? But we didn't take each other's girlfriends and boyfriends. Why does he have to take his friend's leftovers? And I guess they're not good friends anymore. Why is that? Because that was acceptable to do that? Oh, here's my buddy old pal. No, okay. they're okay. not good friends anymore. Well, so this is just a moral issue with you. Oh, it's very moral. So, uh, it's supposedly the unwritten rule, but it is written in God's Word. So God's you embrace Word the Scripture us. pretty much. How are you I on Matthew 7, 15? Judge not yet, she be judged. I'm not the one judging. I'm just trying to give him godly counsel. I'm giving him godly counsel. So do you, do you cherry pick the Bible? No, I don't. You can say what you want, but unless you can tell me that... What God's word says isn't so. I've spoken. No, I'm saying it is so. You're the one that's rewriting it, and I and I listen. And I'm not rewriting it. I've spoken to many a godly person who says that it is interpreted as neighbor is friend, wife is girlfriend. You just don't do that. Wow. Okay. Um, have you all spoken pretty badly about her? Not really. Have they called her a whore and a slut? Definitely. Trash and a homewrecker? Yes, sir. And skank? Mm -hmm. I don't use that word. That's a, uh, that's a young person word. So you're okay with whore and, you're okay with whore and slut and trash and homewrecker, but not skank? You draw the line at skank? Well, 
where he's getting that, I make a point not to. Well, did you refer to her as whore and slut? I don't know where he heard that. Well, I'm not asking where he heard it. I'm asking you, did you say it? No. I might think it, but I don't believe I said it. <laughs> did you refer to her as trash and homewrecker? Yes, probably a half. Okay. And immoral and disrespectful. Yes. She has no conscience. Most girls that, if, <clears throat> if they didn't get along with, the parents, they would have been out of there. How are you on Ephesians 4.29, which says, let no corrupting talk come from your mouth? Oh, I know that. And that's why I didn't want to say anything like that, because it would hurt my witness. Now, where are you coming down on all this? <laughs> Should I answer that? <laughs> Go for it. How do you feel about Hannah? Do you know her? Yes, I... I am, yes. Um, you I met have, her? I, I have met her. I have met her family. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a problem uh, either way. The problem, I guess, that I really have is how he treats his mother. Uh, he was never raised that way. I mean, we've, we've always gotten along very well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were, we've always been close. So you um, miss him? I, I do miss him very much. You miss your dad? Most definitely. Yeah. And to have something like this happen... We were, we were always so close until, I hate to say Hannah came along, um, but until she, she came along, our family has, has been very close. Did you stand up for your wife? Because your family wasn't big on her. Well. Right? right. Totally different right. circumstances. But they weren't big on you, True. Well, and they weren't until after we married. In that circumstance, it was. They, it was, they were until you married? Mm -hmm. And then after you married, they weren't right. a big fan of yours. Right. But did you stand up for her then? No. And granted, if I had to do all over again, yes, I would have. Well, y'all must. Y'all read a different Bible than I read. <laughs> One I read said you leave your mother and father and cleave unto your wife. Hello? I mean. Yeah. I, Hello? I, 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 maybe, I, maybe I was reading the Texas Bible. Uh, coming up, Gail is going to meet her future daughter-in-law for the first time ever because the devil woman is here. We'll be right back. Gail acts like a major bully. Even in high school, I've never witnessed anybody acting like this. It's very immature. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. 
Rob Rose. Good job. Ryan is breaking one of the Ten Commandments by being with Hannah. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife or anything else that is thy neighbor's. Hannah was his best friend's girlfriend. Your friend's exes are off limits. That's just the way it is. Ryan's relationship with Hannah is biblically wrong. Well, Ryan is here today with his parents, Gail and Gary. Now, Gail says she cannot accept a relationship that she believes is based in sin. And as a result, she hasn't spoken to her son in nearly three years. Now, Ryan says no matter what he does, he feels like his ex-fiancee will always be his parents' favorite. This new year, I want my parents to drop my ex and be on my side. Last year, my parents did spend Christmas vacation with my ex and her boyfriend, and it hurt me bad because I didn't even get a phone call. Ryan thinks that I've included his ex's boyfriend. He's never been invited here. I've had Ryan's ex and my granddaughter here for the holidays. In fact, I intend to have her here again. We still maintain a real good relationship with my granddaughter's mom. We have her come over for birthdays, for Christmas, for Thanksgiving. We've also have had her at our vacation place up in North Carolina. My parents did take my ex to North Carolina with them, and I wound up spending about $1,000 on a hotel. Meanwhile, my ex is having a cushy vacation. Since we met Ryan's ex, we've grown to love her. I want to scream all the time and tell him, I'm your son. What are you doing wasting your time with my ex when you should be with me? Well, apparently, uh, Ryan's parents don't like his fiance, Hannah, although his mother has never even met her. Now, she is here, and I, I want you to meet her. You willing to meet her? Sure. Why? You want me to meet her, I'll meet her. What do you want me to say to her? How can you look yourself in the mirror when you've done what you've done? Most girls couldn't stand to be in a relationship with someone that she felt the parents didn't accept her. Any other girl would walk away. But Hannah is all about Hannah. You've never given her a chance. Really? I don't need so to give her a chance. So you think any girl would walk away from the man she loves if some because his parents didn't like her. He you think me... you should have that power no, over her? No, He gave me the ultimatum. This wasn't my choice. He gave me the ultimatum a week after he was with the girl. Now, not knowing whether your relationship with her is going to work or not, he's willing to throw his entire family away over this girl. But, but that was him talking, not her. She didn't say that, but she did say some things. Listen to what she has to say, and then I'll bring her out. Take, listen to this. Ryan's mother, Gail, tries to dictate who Ryan dates. Gail acts like a major bully. Even in high school, I've never witnessed anybody acting like this. It's very immature. Ryan's parents have never met me. They worship his ex and they think that she's God. I want Ryan's parents to know that he is not going back to his ex. Ryan and I have tried numerous times for his parents to accept me. I have personally sent Christmas cards, birthday invitations, sent Christmas gifts, and all Gail does is just blow it off. This is the last time I'm going to try to attempt to fix things with your parents if it doesn't work. Well, in three years, we've been trying. 
They don't want to compromise. I get the nastiest looks from Ryan's parents. They treat me as if I'm trash and I should not be around. I feel I deserve respect from Ryan's parents. I am his fiance and I'm here to stay. Well, Hannah, come on out and join this conversation. I think you deserve to be heard just as well as anybody. Hannah, how are you? Good, how are you? See, have a seat. Uh, Hannah, you, you know Gary. Y'all have Gary. seen each other before. And this is Gail. Hi. This is your future mother-in-law. Yes. And uh, this is your... <laughs> <sighs> Boy, if looks could kill. Um, because what he says is wrong. What who says is wrong? Ryan. They haven't tried numerous times. And what she says is wrong. She hasn't tried numerous times. I've seen her twice. Mm -hmm. Once when she didn't know I saw her in Walmart, she was in front of me. We she never met you, so how does she know what you look like? And if I didn't see, if I was in front of you and you didn't, and I didn't know you were there, how was I supposed to say yeah, anything to you? What would you like to say to Hannah? You think she should, because... You don't like her. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So okay. you wouldn't mind if she took your ex-boyfriend? You wouldn't mind if somebody she knew took your ex-boyfriend? Are you through with your ex-boyfriend? Yeah. I so 17. I suppose you wouldn't mind if someone... No, I wouldn't. Probably not. <laughs> your, your theory is that she used to date a friend of Ryan's. Well, he must have been good enough when he took him to pick out his ex-fiance's engagement ring. Okay, so that would be a yes? Yeah. Okay. So she used to date his friend, but then they broke up. Yeah, probably the night before so she could go to his party and manipulate him. Okay. Now, that would be conjecture. You have no basis for saying that, right? That's just conjecture. Oh, probably just speculation, but I, I, would, I would say it happened. How long after she broke up with your friend before you two started dating? Probably a good six months. It's like four months. Four months? It wasn't like she broke up with your friend Friday night Not even close. and no. came over to your house and no, started sir. manipulating you on Saturday. She waited four months. <laughs> she waited four months before she started manipulating you? No, I don't okay. care. So no. she calls it. Lie. Okay. That's a lie? Oh, yes. Okay, Can so I ask how you know that? Have you ever met me to know that? You're going off of what Ryan's ex says. And of no. course, she's going to say horrible things because she's jealous that Ryan has moved okay, on. But, uh, okay, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me, I'm trying to get some facts out here. Okay, I, I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> but how long, by the way, have you been broken up with your ex? Four years? Four and a half? Four and a half years? Three. We've been together for three. <laughs> it was just, a year before we even started hanging yeah. out. Just because he may have been sleeping with her and hanging out with her occasionally does not mean they were together. Okay, did you date some other girls before her? Yeah. Did she object to those girls? I got a phone call every time. As soon as my ex caught wind of it, she would call her, my phone would go off ringing. No way. Okay, now, okay, oh my now gosh. seriously, that's either true or it's not. It is not true. So when I he was dating have, other girls, you didn't call over there and, and I object? I have never said anything about who he dated before his ex, or after his ex, because usually those girls were just a one-nighter, I guess. He wasn't with anyone seriously after so his ex. So because he chose to stay with somebody and be happy and actually have a life and a relationship and not just hang out with random girls, you're mad at him for that? I'm not mad at him. 
You're not mad at him? You don't even speak to him. That was his choice. Because you're, you no, treat his no. love of his life like I'm nothing. And I wish we could have a family, but if you don't want me in your life, that's fine. This is the last resort to me. And I'm sorry. If you yeah. can't accept me, then fine. This relationship is wrong. You're making me out to be this manipulative mom that picks all your girlfriends. I never picked what are you doing? your girlfriend. You said something that was inconsistent to me. You, you said that you told Ryan that you will not throw his ex aside because she has been thrown aside her whole life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But then you said that you told Ryan that if he, was a de if he was with a decent girl, that you wouldn't invite his ex over. Not at the same time. Come on, if I'm gonna, why would I say to, to his ex, you're out of our lives now? She's done nothing to us, and that is the mother well, of her granddaughter. They weren't married, I understand. Three years ago, if you wanted to be acquaintances with her, that's fine. I've tried numerous times to get along with her, but after all of the drama I have been through in my life, <laughs> yeah. because of her and because of you facilitating it, no. I'm done, I'm not dealing with it, and I'm sure Ryan's over it. Ryan? gave me an ultimatum. He came to my house and said, if you'll have nothing to do with Hannah, I want nothing to do with you. And it wasn't when I would we try no. to call him and he would not answer my calls. Because you called me every day that Why answer knowing you're gonna be yelling at me. You're making me out to be this manipulative mom that picks all your girlfriends. I never picked what are you doing? your girlfriend. I never, ever picked your girlfriend. Okay. But Ryan, I told you from day one, you're with her a week. And you sat in my kitchen and I told you, this relationship is wrong. It's based on sin. How would you like it if it was done to you? And you said, you don't have to worry about it. I'm breaking it off with her. Because your conscience and your heart told you, mom is right. And then what the next thing we hear, you're back with her again. Okay, so I had mixed emotions. I think anybody can say in between and a real, were the uh, one five that year gave relationship. Me the ultimatum. You were the one who walked into my home, grabbed your mail, and walked back out and disrespected me. I am not going to have you come in my home and disrespect me. What do you want to see happen here? What would make you happy? Realistically, I know he's not getting back with the mother of his child. I can, I can live with that. That's what you said you wanted. Well, in the ideal world, but I don't believe we live there. My world might be, but the average world isn't. <laughs> Your world? Yeah, welcome no, 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 to no, no, my no, no, world. This, you're not gonna right. help yourself by being a smart ass right. here. Okay. okay, that's unbecoming to you. No, that's it's not her. Gonna... Her true color is I don't is need any help out. here. I'm really good at this. Well, that is her true color. Okay. I don't need help. I'm just telling you, it's not becoming to you to be smart enough to his mother. Okay, so you have decided that Hannah is not a respectable girl because she used to date his friend. Is that, is that the bottom line? <laughs> Seriously, I'm, that's a fair question. I suppose it is. But the bottom line is, it isn't because I say so. It's because God's word says so. Okay, well, we'll get, we'll get back to your, your wingman. I'm not a meddling mother-in-law type person. I'm not. Okay. But, I'm asked, but I just want to be sure. 
that I understand it, because I want to be clear. You're saying she is not respectable because she used to date his friend, left his friend, and your theory overnight got her hooks in him, and so that is in violation of the 10th commandment. So therefore, this is a relationship based in sin, which you cannot abide. Okay. Right? Do, do I understand? Am I articulating that right? I guess. Well, I either am or I'm not. Okay, you are. Okay, so that's, I, I get it. You're, this isn't because I say so. It's because I'm convicted that it's God's word that okay. says so. And that you don't do that to your friends. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to add something to it, take a breath, think about it, and, and you can add to it in a minute. All right, coming next. What exactly is the problem here? And I'll tell you what I think it is. I'm going to tell you what I think Ryan is messing up here. And if there is some way to bring all of this together, we'll be right back. Hannah convinced Ryan to buy a very expensive deep sea fishing boat. Ryan doesn't fish. Ryan was spending his money foolishly when he could have spent it on a home for he and his daughter. Ryan is being sent down a path of destruction because of Hannah. On Oops! The Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallarotti, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant, Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Gail and Gary are here with their estranged son, Ryan, and his fiancée, Hannah, who he's been with for three years. Now, Gail has refused to meet Hannah till today. She's meeting her today. Thank you for being willing to do that, by the way. Gail and Gary say they want to rekindle their relationship with Ryan, but only if Hannah is out of the picture. Uh, that's not right? What is right? This whole situation has been turned around to make me look like this bad person when... He was the one who gave me the ultimatum. You said that they are mischaracterizing your position in this. Yes. So let me give you the floor because I want you to have every opportunity to be properly characterized because my hope is that we can find some way to come together here. This well, audience feels that I'm this meddling Well, you don't mother. even know them. You'll it, never see them again. It matters to me how I come across because I'm not that kind of a person. So how do you think people are going to read you? As like they see on other shows of yours, this, oh my gosh, look at that woman. I'm not like that. So tell us how you are. I raised my son in a godly home. Right. And to have a conscience and to have morals. And his life is not reflecting that right now. Mm -hmm. The way he treats his ex is uncalled for. <clears throat> I don't understand 
And he also told him that as long as, as Gary speaks with his ex-fiance, he doesn't want to have to, anything to do with him either. It's all, it's all been turned around like we're the ones dictating. I'm not dictating anything. Okay, well, let me be clear about one thing. If you're saying to them that if they have a relationship with your child's mother, that you will have nothing to do with them, that is unfair. They have a granddaughter, right. and this is the granddaughter's mother. They, by necessity, they by necessity should nurture a relationship with their granddaughter's mother. You should support them in nurturing okay. a relationship with your daughter's mother. You need to be a fiduciary for your child. An extended family is very important. Now, if your ex is manipulative and poisons their mind with information about your fiance and all that, you just have to endure that. I mean, you can't get her to not do and that. You have to hope that they're mature enough to see through that and, and recognize that and she may have a vested interest to. in it. And if they don't see through that and they penalize Hannah for that, that's just one of the prices you have to pay. But you, you don't need to be saying to them, as long as you talk to my ex, I want nothing to do with you. That, that's not the position you want to take here. You want to encourage them to support the mother and of your child. And at first, I did do that. When me and my ex first split up, I said, look, Well, then why that's do you not fine. support it now? Because of all the problems that we've had since then, since me and Hannah's been well, together. Well, but it's not about you and Hannah. It's about your daughter. And I agree. Come on. you got to understand... There are wounded feelings here on the part of the ex. And she may have resentments towards Hannah. And so she's gonna give you guys a biased report here. My views are not based on his ex's views. I'm no. a mature person and I know right from wrong. I am very equal with all my children. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Well, I wasn't going to get into this, but since you, if you want to go there, I'll go there. You said the only reason you didn't like her is because she used to be with his friend. You also said, I wrote it down and put it in quotes, you said, Hanny is a horrible person. She posted racy photos on Facebook. She drank before she was 21. She is a drama queen. She alienated him from you. She's made him become more disrespectful. That she is, I mean, you, you've got a list here. She can't move or stand still. You find fault with everything she does. It isn't just that she used to date his friend. You have found fault with her. I got two cards full of your out-of-mouth quoted criticisms Things of her. And you got that from his by, ex. I was asked, no. So you gather information from other people? Yeah. Jeez. We live in a small town. Word gets around. We got to take a break. But let me ask you a question. Is it possible? that you've misjudged her? No. Look, is it possible? Not with her reputation, you, no. I don't think so. Is it possible that she maybe is a good egg if you got to know her? No. Not for my if family, you, no. If you all right, coming up, hang on, hold, hold that thought. Not I'll for let you my start. family. All right. Gail says Ryan treats his daughter in a inappropriate way sometimes. Says he's just too harsh with her. We'll talk about that and if she's influencing it when we come back. Brian's relationship with his daughter is worse because of Hannah. She said, I just want to spend time with my dad when Hannah's not there. And so we said, well, tell your dad. And she said, I can't, I'll get in trouble. How does Hannah look herself in the mirror? 
when she knows what she's done. Ryan treats his daughter like a slave instead of a seven-year-old. When she got in trouble at home, her dad made her scrub her own bathroom, make her own bed, make their bed, and scrub their toilet. Since we've made her clean the bathroom when she got in trouble, she actually enjoys it. Ryan has humiliated his daughter in public. She used to play soccer, and something she did made him angry. So he grabbed onto her ponytail and tossed the water from his bottle on her back. It's not like Ryan snatched her and spanked her. All he did was pour water on her to wake her up because she was being lazy during the soccer game. After I walked back to the sideline, my mom came up to me and started yelling at me and saying, you're a horrible father, you need therapy. Then one time she got in trouble at school. So Ryan forced his daughter to run lap in front of all the other children at cheerleading. Ryan's daughter is built just like her mother. She is a heavier child. Ryan has made her run for discipline, but it's for exercise and he's doing it for her own good. Another time, when they were riding their bike, she said, he told me that he was gonna make me ride my bike faster until I spit up. Rather than spanking her, I tried to make her exercise. If worse comes to worse, I might have to call DCF. Okay, so how much of that is true and how much of it's not true? The first part about the bathroom thing, yep. uh, we do chores around the house and okay. clean up. She wipes her counter. I've never once made her scrub a toilet. As discipline, have you had her running laps? One time. Okay, and did you, at a soccer game, uh, grab a hold of her and pour water on her I to wake her up? I did not grab a hold of her. I no. poured water on her and I said, you need to wake up and play as a team. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I grew up in an era where coaches were... Brutal. Brutal. I played, I played football in grade school, junior high, high school, and college. I've been called every name in the book and hit with everything they could swing. And it was wrong then, and it's wrong now. And A, to, um, first off, to discipline your child publicly is wrong. I agree. Because it's humiliating to the child, yes, no sir. matter what. And to, if, if you think your child is a little bit overweight or whatever, and so you choose as a mode of punishment exercise, which you think will be killing two birds with one stone, you discipline and get some exercise. You couldn't do more to drive her away from exercise and demotivate her from taking pride in her appearance and body if you were trying to make her obese. I'm just telling you, research-wise, right. this is the worst possible thing you could do. And I know you're not trying to do something wrong here, Ryan, and you, sir, are no abusive parent. Thank you. So uh, I say that in all candor. I also say you made two really bad judgments when you did those two things, and don't do that anymore. Okay. Um, I have a challenge for these two uh, when we come back. A real challenge. We'll be right back. When my parents first got married, my dad's parents treated my mom the exact same way my mom is treating Hannah. If she didn't like it done to her, why would she do it to somebody else? I think it's sad that 
my mom didn't learn her lesson with her in-laws. Well, we have a family here that just doesn't understand boundaries. They just get in each other's business, as we say in Texas. Ryan hasn't talked to his parents in nearly three years because they don't approve of his fiancee, Hannah. And there are all kinds of issues here. And look, are you gonna marry this girl? Most definitely. You gonna marry him? Yeah. You excited about that? So excited. When are you gonna get married? Next November. Next November. If they get married, um, are, are you willing to make any effort at all to try to find a way to be at peace with her? No, because I have my reasons. Are you willing to make an effort to try to get to know her? Oh, and certainly. I'm not stopping and him. And I don't have a, have a problem with, with but, her. And, and you know, he said that you, know, he was, you guys had to cut off with this ex or he just couldn't have a relationship with you. And I've really admonished him to really abandon mm -hmm. that position. And will you take my advice on that? I'm sorry. And I want my ex to be a part of your life. <laughs> but you're not willing to make an effort here. No, okay. because and, the basis still stands. Okay. See, I don't think that's what's really going on. See, I think we lie to ourselves. I think it's what I call the why lies, the lies we tell ourselves about why we do what we do. And, and, and you, you quote the scripture, but I think that's not the real why lie you tell yourself. Okay. I think the lie you really tell yourself in your most secret moments, and you don't have to agree with this, I think your why lie is that our perfect, happy, intact family unit has been attacked, manipulated, and destroyed by this terrible woman who has changed our son, that she changed him. She got in there and changed him. He started cussing, he started drinking, he started doing all these bad things. But for her, he could or would reconcile with the mother of his child so we could all be together again and get rid of her and problem solved. And I think you tell it because you're feeding a need. And I think the need is this. I'm just telling you what I think and I want you to think about when you get home. The need is because like most, I lived an imperfect life with an imperfect family. We all do, right? I was rejected by Gary's family after you got married. I have a deep need to create this storybook family unit to feel okay, or I will have failed everyone, especially my granddaughter. I think you feel like you are desperate to give her a family back. I think you just feel like she deserves to have her family back. And I think you want to give it to her. And here's the truth I think you won't face. Ryan's a grown man. Mm -hmm. And the truth you won't face is that I cannot and should not tell him who to love. The only thing really wrong with Hannah is that she is not my granddaughter's mother. I am no longer in control. That's not it. That's not the reality. No. I think that's the truth you won't face. You, you, you're no. no longer in control here. I'm not a controlling person. I wasn't, see, because of what they saw and what he said, that's what people think. No, I'm just telling you what I think. And none of that is accurate as well. I know, and I'm wrong. I, I'm sure you think I'm wrong. And I told you that and you And I do believe you are wrong. I know, and I, I told you you could hit the eject button. Now, I, I realize I can't get you two together here, but I have a challenge for you, and you can take it or not. This is for the two of you. Thank <laughs> you.
<laughs> I'll tell you after the break. Want to know what's coming up on Dr. Phil? Visit our website and subscribe to our email newsletter. You'll get weekly updates, life strategies, and exclusive video that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, on drphil.com, you can see sneak previews of upcoming shows. Log on today. Now, before the break, I said I had a challenge for these two. Doesn't involve you two, just these two. I notice you're sitting on opposite ends of the aisle. And here's my challenge for the two of you. I want the two of you to take a trip, hang on, <laughs> for a thousand miles, and I will pledge $10 a mile. That's $10,000 to take this trip. You can give it to charity, if you have some charity you like, or you can divide it between you, or you can spend it all on their wedding. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. And I'll put a, a referee with a camera in the back seat. <laughs> and see, and, and because I truly think if you two were locked up in a car for a thousand miles, you just might get to know each other. Would you be willing to do it? Yeah. You would be willing to do it? Yeah. Would you be willing to do it? No. Again, that was unfair of you. Why is it? Hold on, hold on. That was unfair of you to do that to me. Why? Why is that unfair? Make me look like the bad person, but that's okay. Without my husband, I couldn't have come here. Can I take my husband? on this trip, because if I can, I can't go. Sure, you can take your husband in the back seat. All right, I'll do it. You don't take it. I just throw you out of the bus. Do you have any other demands? How's that? You can take your husband. Fine. Okay, now you'll go? I suppose. Pardon me? All right. I'm not giving up on this family. If it doesn't work at 1,000 miles, maybe we'll keep going. See you next time. So long. <laughs>